This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. 77 WABC. This is Sit-In Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. A warning now from the FBI Director Christopher Wray in a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing. What I would say that is unique about the environment that we're in right now in my career is that while there may have been times over the years where individual threats could have been higher here or there than where they might be right now, I've never seen a time where all the threats or so many of the threats are all elevated all at exactly the same time. That's what makes this environment that we're in now so fraught and why funding our men and women who are working shoulder to shoulder with state and local law enforcement and other partners every day makes it even more important, not less. So blinking red lights analogy about 9-11, all the lights were blinking red before 9-11. Apparently, obviously, all of us missed it. Would you say that there's multiple blinking red lights out there? I see blinking lights everywhere I turn. Billy Joel's song ever, Summer Highland Falls, off of Turnstiles. That was yesterday in D.C. Christopher Ray, the FBI director. That's some pretty chilling stuff. I see blinking lights everywhere. Everywhere. So the potential of a terrorist attack here in the United States is becoming very, very, very real. He did not even try to downplay it. Quote, I see blinking lights everywhere. So when Peter King goes to Washington, D.C. months ago, months ago, and they want to talk about Ukraine, Russia, or China, Taiwan, and Peter goes, well, hold on a second, before the, the attack in Israel. It's months ago, he says, hold on a second. Al-Qaeda, ISIS, they're still out there. I don't think Peter even knew how prescient he was. And Peter tells me he was in a meeting with Nassau County Police Commissioner Pat Ryder just a couple of days ago, and he made that same point. So with that said, here he is, one of the two best politicians in New York in my lifetime, him and Giuliani, congressman and Homeland Security. He did it all, my dear friend, Peter King. Pete, I think you'd have to admit that for the FBI director to say, quote, I see blinking lights everywhere, that's pretty chilling, no? 
No, it really is. First, let me tell you, I'm making this call from uh, Nassau Republican headquarters with Drug Cairo. He's screening candidates today. And Joe and everybody here says hello and thank you for the great job you're doing. I love Joe. I know, by so- the way, and, and, and I, I want to say I love Joe Cairo, too. He's doing a great job, too. And Joe... We're all counting on you, you, Peter, and everybody to get us somebody good to replace George Santos. So take care of that, please. Uh, we're doing all we can, believe me. Uh, we have to win that seat. Uh, listen, as far as what Christopher Ray said, no, it's true. Uh, listen, for the last 20 years, we've had terror threats. When I was testifying in July, we had, I knew there were terror threats. And back when I was in Congress in 2019, 2020, the Democrats controlled the Homeland Security Committee then, and they actually had hearings on global warming being a the real homeland security threat. That was more of a threat. They didn't want to talk about ISIS or al-Qaeda or anything else. So, so unfortunately, the Democratic Party is really way behind on this. And I'm not saying that as a partisan. I'm just saying that as being very realistic. Now, listen, uh, what it comes down to is that al-Qaeda, ISIS, they've been there. They've had supporters over here. Hezbollah is over here. And uh, during the years when Ray Kelly was commissioner and then Bratton, they were being monitored, watched. They can't do that anymore to the extent they used to. And now, What's going on? I mean, and, uh, one thing I did not foresee at all, I never in my wildest dreams thought that in New York, which was so viciously attacked on 9-11, that we would have thousands and thousands of pro-Hamas people out in the streets demonstrating. I mean, that to me is beyond belief. So that shows if you have all those people out there demonstrating, if just three or four of them want to set off a bomb, it's so impossible, not impossible, so difficult to stop yeah. unless you're constantly monitoring. Now, yeah. uh, out in Nassau County, Nassau County set up years ago, they call it Terror Tuesday. On Tuesday, you bring in uh, anyone involved with law enforcement, with uh, utility companies, with universities, uh, anyone that could possibly be a target. They meet every Tuesday, and they go over there, you know, possible terror threats. Uh, Pat Ryder showed up at last week's meeting. And basically, you know, these people take it seriously, but you can, you can become uh, – uh, lethargic. And, it's, you know, they're going around the room. Pat just sensed that no one was really into it the way they should be. And he went into a tirade. He banged the table and he spoke for about 15 minutes. He went on. He said there's going to be a terror attack coming. We have, uh, we know it's coming. We don't know where. And we got to constantly be on our guard. Anything you see, anything you see at all, I want to hear about it. Anything, maybe it's nothing, but I want to track everything down because this is as serious as it gets. Now, there's no specific threats against the Nassau, Suffolk, and the York State that we know, but they're out there. They really are. When you see the demonstration, so Pat is extremely concerned, and he told all of them to get their act together yeah. because when it happens, uh, if, if it happens, it's almost too late because then you're responding. You have to stop it before it starts. And, and again, thank God the National Police are on the job, others, but everyone has to be at 110%. 90% isn't good anymore. No, you're right, Peter, and uh, I've had no specific threats either, but I can tell you after I saw Christopher Ray yesterday and spoke to Curtis I made a call to my uh, my best friend in the police department, Michael Kemper. I love this guy. Highest-ranked Jew, and not because of that, but he's just a uh, terrific guy, courageous guy. And I said, Mike, should I be worried? And he said, no, 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 no. He offered me a couple of different possibilities just in case I was. But, you know, he said the same thing you just said, which is, look, I don't think people in the FBI, the NYPD, the Pat Riders of the world expect another grand-scale attack like we saw back on 9-11. But like you just said, for two or three or five or 10 or 20 guys to grab guns and go into schools or, or offices in Manhattan or who knows what, these lone wolf attacks, there's no way to stop them. There really isn't. And they can certainly cripple this city fear-wise by doing one or two of those. That, I think, is what the most of the politicians and officers in these cities are worried about. And they really are. I mean, you talk about individuals, you know, the two brothers up in Boston. Look what they did with the Boston Marathon. You know, the carnage they caused. And that should have been stopped earlier. 
There wasn't enough uh, cooperation there between the FBI and the Boston police, as uh, uh, the uh, commissioner up there would tell you. Uh, you have to have full Oh, Ed, what was his name? Ed Smith? He was a great, great guy. Ed, um, you're talking about the Tsarnet brothers, and I know Ed yeah. is a police commissioner at the time up in Boston. He was great. Great guy. Absolutely yeah. great. But anyway, we have to uh, really have full-scale all the time, and it's going to be tougher than it was, uh, say, 10, 5, 10, 15 years ago. Because the courts have cut back on, I call it surveillance, they call it spying. They call it Islamophobia, I call it being realistic. And uh, so that's really what we're up against. But it's, uh, and as far as your situation, listen, I, I had police protection for over 10 years because of different threats against me from overseas and from here. I still, as you know, use security sometimes. It's a whole different story I don't get into. But it's there. And uh, if anyone's a high-profile target, it is you. I mean, you're so outspoken on the radio. You're an easy guy to spot. Most radio personalities, you never see them. You don't know what they look like. Uh, but uh, the guy shows up at dinner, wow, that's, that's you know, John Smith. He's the, you know, the radio star. But everyone knows you. I mean, for good or bad. And, I mean, you know, you know some women find you attractive. Other you're crazy. But, I mean, how can you miss you with that, you know, that tan, bald head of yours and, and those, uh, oh, God. That, uh, you know, Joseph Boone suits on? Yeah. I mean, God, you stand out like that. There's no say it's short thumb, but, uh, yeah. but also... It's so obvious you're Jewish. <laughs> well, that's true, too, and I'm Jewish, right? So so maybe it's time, Peter, being that you and I become such good friends. In fact, I'm going to see you tomorrow night. We'll keep that uh, between us. But maybe it's time that uh, being I, I, I fulfill all these categories you just talked about, that you give Melissa Zim to me. How about that? No, I, I think uh, <laughs> to the extent that I, I can use Melissa, I will. Uh, I, I think just... Uh, I, I, I'll just leave it at that. I mean, it's bad <laughs> enough that you uh, bother her all the time and all that. <laughs> but she will protect me, of course. And listen. Oh, no, she's crazy. You know, listen, if, even when she's there with me, if someone comes after you, she'd tear them apart. Oh, of course. But on a serious note, you know, for all of the knocks, like Curtis will come in, he'll beat up Eddie Caban or he'll beat up Kemper, the NYPD and all that. But And, and we know the numbers are scary, right? I mean, uh, I've had these conversations with Ray Kelly, with Rudy. You've heard them on this show. I mean, right now, with the three different elements of crime we've got in this city, talking about your everyday crime, which still exists, another subway incident yesterday. Then you've got the migrants. They commit crimes. Then you've got these terrorists that are in this city that eventually will commit crimes. We need more cops now than ever. We need probably 40,000. And we're looking at a real possibility with these new layoffs, maybe 28,000. So the cops do a great job, but the numbers, Peter, they're just not going to work, are they? No, it's insane. I think uh, Rudy you said it was 40,000 when he was there. It was up, to, I guess, 35, 36 when it was uh, Bloomberg and Ray, Ray Kelly. And also in those days, the cops were allowed to do their job. Listen, the cops want to do their job now, and I know there, there are activities going on. But uh, Kelly had this total surveillance. They, they knew what was happening with every different group when it was going to happen. That's why they stopped so many different uh, potential attacks. Once the attack happens, all you're doing then is counting the bodies and trying to catch the guys that did it. The idea is you have to stop it before it starts. That's why uh, the NYPD was so effective with that. Working with the FBI, they didn't always get along, but they, then after a while they got along very closely. But you have to be able to monitor. Listen, we always talk about uh, Islamophobia. When Even when Obama was president, Eric Holder had undercovers in the mosques. Because he knew that he said that's where the threat was coming from. Now, if you even say that, they run you out of town as being an Islamophobe. <laughs> and so the world has changed. The world has gotten worse, and the cops have been pulled back. Yep, and then sure. you know, yep. pull back in numbers, yep. and you go back to George Floyd and those riots, which uh, the cops basically were being attacked, and they were the ones being blamed. No, and uh, so I, listen, I just think we have to do all we can get behind the police, get behind them, get more cops, uh, have them work close with the FBI. 
And I hope, I hope Christopher Ray is adding to his internal security teams, getting him out there and sharing information with the local police. They have to do it. State police uh, all standing together. Yep. It's terrific. But when you're not getting the information you need, because, you know, one tip, one tip can save thousands of lives. That's right. If you're not monitoring what's going on, you're going to miss those tips. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. So in the final 60 seconds, I want to go back to, uh, you're with Joe Cairo right now. I love Joe Cairo. And yes, Johnny Tobacco, Cara for Congress. Johnny May, you know, Cara Kashanova's gonna, I know she actually interviewed with you guys already right. looking for that George Santos position. She's terrific. But you're gonna end up meeting with a lot, a lot of people here. And I have no idea, nor do my listeners, to be honest, Peter, how this process works, how many interviews, who does the interviews, and how long before you guys will have somebody to go up against Tom Swazi in this special election. Can you give me the details? on how this works? Yeah, a special election is different from all the others. The governor set the date, I think she said it, now for February 13th, and there's no primary. Basically, the county chairman picks the candidate. Joe Cairo, he's having a very open system. People are coming in. There's a group of people sitting there with Joe to make recommendations, to interview, to get their opinions. But in the final analysis, it's up to Joe Cairo as the Republican county chairman, Jay Jacobs as the Democratic county chairman. They will pick the nominee. That's, that's the reality. And uh, so it's going to be February 13th. This is going to be like World War III because it's not just one seat. This could determine the future of Congress. And you will have millions and millions of dollars coming in from Washington on both sides. I'm sure I hear George Soros is going to get heavily involved. This is uh, like the Spanish Civil War where you have, uh, in effect, uh, Swazi and whoever a Republican candidate is, they are going to be fighting a battle for the nation. It's going to be uh, money coming in, uh, endorsements coming in from everywhere. You're going to see more attention focused on this race than maybe you saw in all 435 last year. We already have such a slim margin, such a slim lead in the House. We cannot afford to lose this one. So I know Swazi's pretty uh, pretty set there. And there was a time there where Swazi and I used to get along pretty well. He was on this show till he till he actually took back something he said about the presidential act and fell into the you know the don't say gay act nonsense. But uh, we need to win this one, Peter. So my trust is in you and Joe Cairo. These are you are two of the best men at this to uh, to get this done. Just pick the right person. Let's win, okay? We got to get it done. You're the man. I'll see you tomorrow, sir. All right, boy. I love you. That's uh, he's so good, Congressman Peter King, the best. Long live the king is what I say, and I don't mean LeBron James. I mean Peter King. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.